0: What is up y'all, Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number 22 of Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions where we sit with entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, I'm gonna be sitting with the very talented recording artist, Elia Esparza. Elia, how are you? I'm cheers.
1: good, cheers. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You
0: oh, are goodness. probably one of the most famous people that I know here in El Paso. You have a voice. Oh of- my <laughs> Of a god, <laughs> <laughs> no. But you are very known here. I mean, you uh you have made a mark here in El Paso, especially with your appearance on The Voice, which we're gonna be talking about. Yeah. Um. You're actually not gonna be drinking whiskey. We're waiting for a fresh coffee with some. What did he say he was gonna put in it?
1: Uh, he said he was gonna put. I what is it?
0: The coffee. Alcohol. Bailey's. Bailey's. Yeah, yeah. I was like, like, uh. So we're waiting for a fresh coffee. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be coming and. um you know, but I'm going to be drinking a little whiskey tonight. It's a cold night here in El Paso. What is it like 40 degrees?
1: It's 40 degrees. Yeah.
0: So, uh, I'm going to be sipping on some Scotch whiskey today. Uh Lagul Lagoluvin, Lagoluvin. Lagoluvin. This is an Islay single malt Scotch whiskey, and it's actually was made in a cherry cask. I could kind of taste the cherry. I would ask you to smell it maybe.
1: Oh see yeah. What you smell. That's actually it's a nice. little sweet, right? Yeah.
0: So this one's actually really good, especially on a cold night. It's getting me pretty warm, and that's probably why I screwed up this intro <laughs> like three times. <laughs> I screwed up this intro three times. <laughs> but um, excited to have you on the show. You know, I when we started this podcast 22 episodes ago, um, you know, we were sitting and talking about people that have really been doing some big things here in the city. Yeah. And of course, your name came up. Uh, so let's start off by you kind of telling us a little bit about yourself where you're from and a little bit about what you do.
1: Sure, Um, so I was born here in El Paso and then I actually moved to San Diego for 12 years. Whoa. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. And then um, I moved back when I was like in the seventh grade. Okay. Um, I, I went to Clark Middle School and then I went to America's High School and Americas. graduated. That's where
0: they're all coming from. I know, <laughs> <The> America's. <Calif>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I was before. Cle- no, I was, kidding. <laughs>
0: that was your 1st I'm like
1: whale. <laughs> no, I graduated 2010 from okay. America's, and I was 17, and I don't know why I just. Decided to move to New York and go to the New York Conservatory for Dramatic Arts for Film and Television. Wow. Which is a private arts school out there that I was accepted to and um, Yeah, like I mean growing up I I've been singing since I was three years old mm-hmm. And then started to training when I was nine or ten did my first showcase at 11. Wow. Trained in opera um, uh, when I was 13 to like 15, 16. You know, did choir, theater, I was super involved in high school and like did all that. All those fun activities, it was so much fun and...
0: So you're very artsy, you grew up in that environment. Yeah,
1: I kind of always knew that I wanted to do some sort of performance. So like acting, singing, musicals. Right. Like I'm not a the best dancer, but I love to dance. A for
0: effort. Yeah.
1: So I was accepted to the New York Conservatory, and I moved when I was 17, wow. and um, I attended over there, and ended up staying in New York for six years. Wow. New York City, and.
0: And out there, that's when you were really kind of pursuing that that type yeah. of career.
1: Yeah, yeah. I went I went to school, and it was more based on acting than anything. And um, and then, but I just started meeting so many people in music, and and um, I had we shared a dorm room with. These kids that were going to a sound engineering school.
0: Oh, okay, That's so cool. those and, are good people. To yeah, know, especially if you're and I met all it. these
1: guys, these musicians, and all of a sudden they were inviting me to studios. And once they all graduated, they all went to different studios in New York mm-hmm. and Brooklyn, and I was friends with all of them. So they'd call me and be like, "Hey, like, can you come to the session? Can you do a demo for us? Can you?" write to something can you come check you know and I was just hanging out in every single studio I've I've been to like the depths of Brooklyn basement studios like (laughs)
0: the closets yeah the closets
1: (laughs) with like rappers and like all I was like I went to like anyone that invited me to a studio like I was there even though I was still in school like and I was trying to focus on acting I just kept being pulled into um, music and then I started taking voice lessons with like a vocal coach out there and he was just like, well, what do you want to do? You know, like, what is your real, you just want what's sing? like the main yeah. thing, you know? And I was like, well, I love acting, I love being on stage, I love singing, but I feel more natural when I'm making music, when I'm performing, as myself. Um, and at the same time, I was auditioning, and I just, this was kind of before the ethnic ambiguity came into play, where right. like, you know, now we're all about like, we want, Everyone, all the colors of the rainbow like in yeah. the films and TV and, and this was kind of like right before that was happening So yeah. I, I wasn't white enough and I wasn't Latin enough and I wasn't you're
0: just something I was like I'm have. so <laughs>
1: random. Yeah, like and so I just didn't I didn't fit into Any you know, I had an agent and they were like, we don't even know what to send you for because I, I Didn't look I'm full Mexican, but I, I don't
0: you didn't look the part. I don't look
1: like you know the generic right. how people might see that as, and over there they have Dominican and Puerto Rican and right. like all these different races. You got the whole boiling yeah.
0: pot, yeah. And
1: so, like, I don't, but I also don't look Caucasian, so it was just a weird time, and so I was getting frustrated and just decided to. Thank you so much. Yeah, oh, this okay. looks so
0: good. Thank you, Fernando. Uh-huh. here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shout out. Serving yeah. up
1: some a No, this <laughs> is perfect. Serving up
0: some fresh.
1: Yeah.
0: Episode number 2. Going, <laughs> episode number two out here. Yeah, I'll get you um, <laughs> <are you> <laughs> Serving up some fresh coffee with some <laughs> There you go.
1: I- Thank you. Cheers. Wow. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I was I was getting frustrated and felt like I, and I'm also not the best at auditioning like I'm just so awkward and
0: like
1: you know if you put me on a stage and it's different but like when it comes to just I mean maybe now I'd be better but at the time I was a completely different person you know fresh out of college and trying to figure out like who am I and but music came naturally it just I was writing every day I was I was thrilled like I was I would come alive in the studio like just to like you know oh, I came up with this idea or I want to sing this song or and I, then I started um, doing every single open mic in New York. That's to cool. kind of- Just
0: getting that exposure? or yeah. Was it more just to kind of clear those nerves that you might yeah,
1: have- Yeah, I think like I developed this anxiety in college of like, cause when I was in high school, I, had, I was fearless. Like I had no problem being on stage, no problem being ridiculous or like right. putting myself out there. And then I went through school and then just, you know, it was like growing up super fast in New York, like surrounded by all these people. That pace is crazy. Yeah, Yeah. and I just kind of lost myself for a time period because I, you know, basically in school they were kind of like, everything you know, forget it. And like, like, learn this now. And so it was kind of like, I had to kind of bring back who I was with all the new things that I had learned. Right. Along with the experiences and growing, like, living on my own in New York and...
0: At, at such a young age. Too, yeah, so actually, like it was... I, I moved to Miami when I was 22 and mm-hmm. I still felt like, damn, I don't know nobody. Like, it's tough, you know, especially to be out there. Yeah. You have to kind of start your circle from scratch. Yeah. You know, find yourself.
1: I mean, it's just like, and then actors were crazy. Like everyone, like all my roommates were crazy. Like we were all nuts. And so we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Um, I lived in a studio with five people. Wow. And it was, I mean, it's probably the size of this room.
0: All all artists, all.
1: all, Yeah, we were all actors, writers, dancers, singers. Just it was like, um, have you seen the movie Rent, the musical? No. Okay, it it was like Rent. (laughs) If you've (laughs) seen it, you know. It sounds. It
0: sounds. It was kind of like Friends,
1: but we're all artists. Okay. You know, like we. we All in
0: one apartment. (laughs) We lived
1: in a tiny room, and we were all crazy, and just it was it was just a crazy time. It was so fun and much needed, probably, but once I decided, there came a point where I just decided that I only wanted to focus on music.
0: Right. And
1: I wasn't really gonna pursue acting until I felt it was like the time to do so. Right. Um, and once I decided that, I was probably like 21 or so, or 22, and I, I started doing every single open mic I could find. I found like a guitarist and We learned a couple songs, we wrote some songs together, and we would just go to every single open mic, and every, like, because in New York, there's one almost every night.
0: Yeah, my sister, she lives out there, and um, you check her snap, she's at a concert every single day. There's, like, so much happening out there. There's
1: something happening every single night, yeah, Um, and that helped me really just kind of, like, put my voice out there, gain confidence, gain stage presence again, Right. Um, just and just kind of you know move make moves you know I don't and I've never really been like a perfectionist but I've always been an advocate for like just do it yeah like don't because I could sit for hours thinking about like oh let me plan this out let me like no I can't do that until I do this type of thing I'm more of a like just do it and then figure, figure it, it out,
0: out yeah. Figure <laughs> like, it out later. like
1: I don't know why <laughs> that's like been the kind of strategy that yeah. I use for myself
0: well, I think I think It's important to have that mentality because a lot of the entrepreneurs, a lot of the people that have made it have had that mentality. They're not, they didn't, you don't hear those stories of, you know, I'm famous because I carefully thought this out for seven years before (laughs) I put my name out there. You know, all these people are just like, I love this, this is my passion, I'm gonna go after it. And once you develop that mentality, I think the cautiousness and what people think of you kind of diminishes you know and it goes yeah. away and yeah. that's really what holds a lot of people back from doing those things and yeah. actually taking that first step and i'm only saying this because i remember my first time getting in front of people and, and performing and yeah. i was gonna throw up you know <laughs> yeah i had my cousin punching me outside oh my in the stomach because i was like hit me hit me keep hitting me and I was like, okay i'm ready <laughs> Let's yeah <go>. I'm
1: <laughs> and that's to say like i don't think I mean, I used to get so nervous, like shaking, my legs shaking uncontrollably. I probably like because I used to sing the national anthem like in high school or uh-huh. like do performances. I I would mess up every time. Really? Like like. I think so on the national bad. anthem,
0: it's like unless you really butcher it, it's hard to even know what the real words are. For me, like I'm like, is it
1: is it? It's not even are- the words though. It's like the notes because not it's, really? it's not an easy song to sing. Like people yeah, it, it's, it's it like it's I mean and people would go crazy with it but like just the the basis of it like that there's that jump oh. and the rock regular you know like that Wow. that's, that's like, yeah, like I was the, hoping you'd know, you, <laughs> <too. laughs> <laughs> you know that part like but I used to no but even in other songs I used to just like mess up so much and and I think just now I practice like crazy really like that is I I won't go on stage without knowing, like putting, that's what I think you do have to plan out, you know, as an artist or whatever, you know, you can apply it to anything, but like you gotta know what you're doing. Right. Like once you figure out like, okay, these are the steps after I've already messed up, how can I fix it? How can I improve? But the main thing was that like, I didn't know what I was doing. And then I found myself in studios. And then I found myself recording with um, this producer from Sony. And he literally heard me singing. I was like singing a tune waiting for my vocal class at a studio in downtown Manhattan. And he walked by and he's like, are you a singer? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, come to my studio right now. And I was like, okay. And then he started
0: You're very trustworthy. Playing. I'm like the worst. Like is I, it? I used to get in
1: Cars With Strangers. Yeah, like I'm, I have like no chill, but it's fine. And I go to, into his studio and he starts like playing this beat I start writing to it, I lay down the track. Like I probably wrote that song in like 15 minutes. And then I had my first song. Really? And then he was like, come back tomorrow, like we'll write more. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then that like, I, I would just go every day or anytime he was free, like he'd be like, hey come right now, I'd be like, I was there. And I would write a song didn't know what I was doing, didn't really know how to record either, I was still kind of learning. Cause yeah, because you're
0: not, like a lot of people don't understand, writing the song is just as hard as hitting those notes too, because
1: yeah, it's you have
0: like, to, one, make sense, but two, it's very creative, you have to know where the song is going, and a lot of artists I've heard that, you know, they'll listen to the beat first and then they'll paint this picture yeah, and this image yeah. of how this song is going to go. So it takes a lot of creativity to even write yeah let alone sing and hit some notes
1: i don't even and and it takes a whole nother thing performing um and recording right they're two different because when you're performing you know it's a different level you're,
0: you're at sometimes in in pieces too yeah. right you're recording in pieces where you're performing and it's
1: it's like you, live
0: i think like, the hardest thing though is your breath how what is the hardest one of the hardest things for you singing or singing? one of the hardest things that you kind of had to overcome with these lessons or, you know?
1: Um, I think uh, it was mostly, like, practicing. Yeah. Like, I think when I was younger I was lazy and I would just like sing and kind of wing it. And then I realized that when I wing it, sometimes like it works out and sometimes <laughs> it didn't work out. Yeah. And, and so I really focused, I mean, when I lived in New York I was, like, broke like super like I had like four jobs. Like I worked as a clown. I worked as a door girl when I was like eighteen. A clown? I was a clown for no four way. years. Yeah. Like I'm not even funny. Like, <laughs> You're a funny you know, like, um yeah, I was a clown. I was a babysitter. I was um a chef's assistant. Like what? And I d- delivered food. I worked in ten different restaurants. Like, I did all the jobs, right?
0: And what was this for? To pay for studio time? To pay
1: for rent. (laughs) To
0: pay for rent. To (laughs) just survive. (laughs) Just to
1: live. Not even to, like, I never got, I mean, it's crazy because in New York, you really never know where you're going to end up. Like, you could, like, leave your house and be like, okay, I got to go do this. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm at a movie premiere or I'm at, like, A mansion, like I'm at the top floor of like the Trump Tower, or like crazy stuff like that would happen to me. And I've, I was lucky enough. I never had to pay for studio time because I was able to meet people who like believed in me, right? And could kind of like help me out, or I would exchange my time like helping them out with something.
0: You're bartering your time, your voice. But
1: all those jobs were mostly for just to like live. And so my whole thing was kind of like, well, I got to use what I have, and. I would I still, I mean I vocalize every single day. I sing every single day like if I don't then I feel the difference, but I really took the time to like develop my voice cuz I think what I struggled with was like nerves number 1 and then number 2 I didn't have the best control. Okay. When I was young. like when as I As far
0: young. as your emotion.
1: And then I basically filmed for 4 months out there. Out there rehearsing and living that life. And, I mean, they obviously air the show, like, later, Way so later. I already knew that I was off the show.
0: Yeah, you like, just wait. That's yeah,
1: what I'm well, and it's crazy because, you know, the day that I lost, mm-hmm. that I got off the show, it's crazy because call time was 5 a.m. I have six people doing my hair, makeup, nails, skin, wardrobe, like, sound check. Like, I have all these people all over me. And then right after, they're like, where do you want to go? Where do you want to fly? We're buying your ticket right now, you live tonight. Like, you're like, oh, the dream's so you're, over. You're,
0: <laughs> you're the star. And yeah.
1: Then, and then it's over, like, real quick. Like, where do you want
0: to go? It's just a Bali or something, <laughs> like,
1: well, <laughs> take me. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't have an apartment in New York. Um, so I guess I'll just come back to El Paso, uh-huh. kind of figure out my next move. Yeah. And chill out for a sec, because it's been a crazy few months. And luckily my parents were there, so it was kind of like, you know, just come home and yeah. we'll figure it out. And I was like, okay. I came home and the next day I just, I I was like back at it. Like I was like, okay, what am I, if I'm going to be in El Paso, like I need to be productive, mm-hmm. I need to have like things to do, you know. And so I started, I had a few friends that are involved in like the music scene here and being like, hey, come to this show, hey, come check this out, hey, do this and that, um, and so it was about two weeks before the show, my episode was going to air.
0: And they let you know when it was?
1: Well, they were, they didn't let us know, uh, just, yeah, but it was, Just look for they it. were, they kind of like hinted, but I wasn't sure for sure, so in those two weeks, I, I was just networking, I was just trying to see like, what can I do? while I'm here. Because mm-hmm. my original plan was not to stay here, and here I am two years later. <laughs> but I was kinda like, I wanna move to LA, or I gotta get back to right. New York, or this and that. So I was already like kinda back on it, and my parents were like, you need to like relax. And I was like, no, there's no time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, what do you um, mean?
1: <laughs> and then once my episode aired, it was madness. It I was see, madness. How was it? What it was, was it like? insane. I had kinda like a little viewing party at my house, like with my close friends, uh-huh. and we we're all freaking out. and. I had 10,000 notifications.
0: Wow. My
1: phone overheated and froze. Broke. It just froze. And I was like, oh my god. And, I, I didn't, and you're like,
0: do I want this life? <laughs> yeah.
1: I no, I was so excited because I was like trying to like respond to everyone and like it everything. And more. I was like, oh my gosh. And I just didn't. I mean, I knew it was going to be big, but I didn't know it was going to be like that. Like I didn't. I, and they kind of tell you like, hey, you know, you're gonna get a lot. You might get a lot of hate comments. You might do this, but like, don't read it. The, the hate comments and things like that. And, and I am lucky enough. To, when I did that, like, I got nothing but love from yeah. El Paso, especially. It's, El Paso loves it. And I, it changed my life. Mm. It really changed my life. It, I mean, it was kind. Of, I'm still learning as I go. Like, I'm. I'm a very like. I learn when I do things. Mm you know, through experience, more than just like reading something or... Yeah, hands on it. Like, I, I need to go through it to understand. And yeah. so I started booking shows and I was being booked for, you know, interviews and to do all... I was, I've been booked ever since, basically.
0: For two years. Yeah,
1: for two years writing this way. <laughs> um, I mean, it was like I was going to events like crazy. I, and I also lost 20 pounds. Really? When I moved back to El Paso, yeah. Why was
0: that? Because most people gain weight. <laughs> I know,
1: <laughs> the, right? I don't know. The I don't know. Or <laughs> I mean, my mom's cooking is amazing, but I was so busy. I wasn't even working out. Like, I was just like.
0: You were everywhere. I was
1: everywhere. You were living the
0: New York life Yeah,
1: weekend. Yeah.
0: Because New York, I visited my sister two months ago. We were walking about 11 to 15 miles a day. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it's crazy. That's the life. Yeah. But I think I was in such a. I was so stressed in New York, for sure, and stress is like a number one thing for you like not to lose weight, but (laughs) I just was, I don't know, I don't know what it was, I just dropped weight like that. I probably dropped like 15 pounds, and then I started like with my trainer, Lizzie Martinez, and then so she got me like another five, and then like now I'm more toned, but anyway, that's a whole different thing, (laughs) but I was so busy, I was doing everything I could, I said yes to everything.
0: That's awesome. And your exposure here in the city has grown, I mean, tremendously. Yeah, Aside yeah. from just being on The Voice, your, your name is still well-known. Yeah. Um, and I know you've been heavily involved with a lot of local businesses here in El Paso. Every time I check my Instagram, because we, <laughs> network, we network so much with, yeah, with yeah. businesses here that, um, you know, seeing you at different places and singing and really networking and getting your exposure out there, you haven't stopped. Like, I'm still yeah. seeing you. I mean
1: when I first got back and started going to shows and started going to events and things like that I I was I it was exciting because I was rediscovering El Paso. Right. And I had great friends who were like, "Hey, this is happening." I remember my friend told me about Khalid. And it was right before he like released Location. And I had another friend who was like, "Hey, I just walked into the studio you have to come here, like you have to come here right now. And I was like, okay. And so I drive over and it's Beacon Hill Recording Studios. Mm -hmm. And I met with the owner and I sang for him and I kind of talked to him about what I wanted to do. And then he was like, well, we'd love to help you out. And I was so like honored and you know, Beacon Hill has like really, really helped my career and my music and, um, that's where Khalid recorded location yeah I didn't even know that at the time and I think like a week or so later he calls me and he's like hey um I want you to meet someone come to the studio right now it's like 9 a.m. and I'm like I'm not ready or anything so I like (laughs) showered super (laughs) fast and went and it was Khalid
0: that's awesome and
1: I met Khalid and I I mean I didn't know who he was he
0: hadn't even blown up he was
1: like I think he had just put out location, but it wasn't, I mean, he's a mega star now, yeah. you know, but, and he was so nice and we were just talking and he was like, can I get a photo with you? And I was like, can I get a photo with you? Like, what are you talking about? And we took a photo and we talked and he showed me location and it was really cool. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. That's awesome.
0: I was actually in Miami when that song dropped. Oh really? And I remember like, it's crazy cause I get goosebumps just talking about it. Because I remember so vividly... You're looking at my arm. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. But I remember so vividly, like, hearing... I'm cruising to, I think, the beach or somewhere. Somewhere cool, tropical. Yeah, somewhere Miami. (laughs) And the song comes up on Apple Music, on new music, you know? I'm always in that category.
1: Yeah.
0: And as soon as I heard it drop and his voice, I was like, holy shit, who's this? Yeah, yeah. And I looked at it and I was like... I just remember thinking they don't make songs like this anymore
1: yeah
0: because his the his voice and his style yeah yeah. it was very
1: different yeah so
0: i didn't even know who he was i downloaded that one song i was listening to it for like two months and then i moved back to el paso and then you're like i "Um, live right by america oh really (laughs) so i'm there and I was hearing about an artist I was blowing up here, and it was actually Evander Grimm.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So I was like, oh, that's cool, there's a rapper, finally, you know, he's with Gucci Mane. Yeah, 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 He's recording yeah. with a bunch of big artists. Mm-hmm. And then I remember hearing about another artist, a singer.
1: Yeah. And I
0: was like, well, I don't think I've, I've, I've only heard like one people, one person mention his name. So I was like, I didn't pay much attention to Yeah, you to didn't
1: know, yeah, yeah.
0: Until I heard on the radio, and I was like, this is the guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's from El Paso. That's like, crazy. Yeah. yeah, And you know, I, I started recording there and and doing videos and um it crazy. It's just yeah. been a crazy journey and moving back here was exactly what I needed for my life because yeah. I I love being busy. I love that go 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 like the pavement running like let's go yeah but New York was definitely it's a it's a hard life yeah. you know and it was wearing me down a little and I think I needed to kind of move here rediscover I mean like I love coffee and I love music and I love culture and I like things like that and I noticed that since I moved back the amount of like coffee shops and boutiques and cool bars and you cool... You moved
0: back two years ago. I moved back two years ago. Yeah, so yeah. So we're experiencing the yeah, same Yeah, like yeah. I agree with you. El Paso has just t- taken a different direction. Yeah. You know? when, when we were talking about it before the podcast, but when we... I mean, two years ago, or I mean, five years, seven years ago el paso was nothing like it is today yeah you know even the mentality it was just like there's an event nobody's buying tickets yeah nobody wants anything to come in el paso yeah, yeah. you know people were questioning why an expensive restaurant would open up because nobody's gonna go you know but now it's like this city in head is headed in the direction of a bigger
1: yeah city, i think know? we're i mean i think like our generation very open-minded very go-getter very like create let's create our own opportunities because you know especially i I think like everyone should live in different different cities big cities small cities everything in between because it really opens your eyes to like just different things you know like i was so spoiled in new york with like you know all of the concerts and all the poetry slams and all the weird like i went to the weirdest events you know and and to come here and be like okay we're popping up we're here yeah, and you
0: see the opportunity too not only that but you just see the the city opening their eyes to a little bit yeah, more yeah of that culture of that artsy and i think it's really coming to the city i'm getting you know there's a lot of restaurants and places that you'll walk into and it just doesn't feel like el paso anymore yeah
1: you know? well like it feels like el paso but it's just like it's a different it's an it's something new yeah it's something like and that's what I think we really need, because um, I think a lot of people are always like, "I want to leave El Paso, I want to move," and mm-hmm. this and that. And yeah, again, like I think people should leave, and then if they want, come back. Yeah. And then there's so much opportunity here because there's so there's not a lot of coffee shops, or there's not a lot of podcasts being done, or there's not a lot of you know things like that that were supported. You as know. much before and now we're ready to support like yeah. we're
0: totally like let's people do it are, are so supportive of local restaurants yeah so supportive of local talent
1: yeah
0: um photography you know yeah. you just see so much support now. there's so the much city. talent
1: here like yeah, in is. so many aspects yeah mm-hmm. and
0: that's all reason for this podcast you know i think the mentality and that's what i saw moving back i was just like people don't aren't seeing what i'm seeing right now like i see the city growing so much and mm-hmm. i see the city in a different perspective now that I think, I love the city, like, mm-hmm. I, I loved it before I left, but now I even love it more because I know the direction it's headed, and yeah. I know that this is a, our opportunity to kind of build it,
1: yeah, you know,
0: and make our, our, leave our footprint in yeah. the
1: city. And I think it's, it's necessary, because, um, we sometimes do have to, like, let go of old ways, like, still, I think... El Paso, what we're good about is keeping our culture alive, yeah. very alive, you know, and there really is no city like El Paso that I've been <laughs> to so not. far, yeah. and, but, and it's, people complain or people laugh about it, but I think it's great, like I yeah. think it's, it's awesome. There's because, so much
0: culture, even like social media, it's hot right now, FitFam. Oh my know? gosh, like, yeah. It's the El Paso thing It's right kind now. of
1: like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. But it's great, I think it's, I think it's great and, um, you know like now I'm just more focused I, I think that I spent the first like year and a half just exploring everything mm-hmm. and I'm still exploring, I'm still everywhere but now I'm more grounded and more focused on working on my like original music and in my brand, brand yeah and I really just being creative and kind of doing something different and right. um, you know I, I've been lucky enough to perform for the Sun Bowl or like you know, at the Chihuahua Stadium. And just
0: recently, you performed at. Uh, at
1: the Raiders game. The Raiders yeah, game. It was like
0: two weeks ago, right? It was like
1: two weeks ago, which is it's so <laughs> surreal, and it was such a fun experience. It was so I was there for like maybe less than twenty four hours.
0: I saw that was a quick trip. Yeah. I, got, was... I saw when you got there, you sang <laughs> and that same like two hours later. you Yeah. Were in the and
1: I had a, I had a gig with GECU like right before, sang straight to the airport, flew sleep, wake up, stadium, sing, leave, like, oh. and then, like, my friend went with me, and we were both kind of like, wow, that just happened, <laughs> and it, my birthday was a few days after that,
0: yeah, happy belated birthday, No, oh, thank you, what, what day, uh,
1: the 4th, okay. October 4th.
0: I'm the 7th, oh, Libra! yeah, seven, yeah. <laughs> happy birthday,
1: <laughs> um, so it was kind of, like, the best way to kind of start, my new year. You know, yeah. I, I feel like I, I kind of start my new year on my birthday more than. I mean, the new year years. as well, but like. You Your know, resolutions
0: you, start. Yeah. <laughs> new like, age. They
1: restart again. Yeah. But um, it was just incredible. And uh, yeah, so now I'm working on an EP. I'll be releasing a song really, really soon. Awesome. I don't have an exact date yet, but I know it's going to be before the end of the year. Um, and then I think I'm going to be singing. Way too many emotions. But I'm saying like. <laughs> Just control of the voice, oh, okay. okay? Yeah, like um, I knew I could sing, but I I just d- Also doubted myself right and that's one thing that like my mentor also helped me with in our first lesson He basically made me go like up and down the scales and he was like you can sing any song in the world you just have to believe it and That changed my life really like he changed my life like
0: just that gave you that him just hope.
1: saying that i like went home and was like oh my god because i went i think when i was in school i didn't sing for like two years like i didn't think i could sing anymore
0: mm-hmm.
1: i was like oh no like
0: so after singing since three getting lessons at eight nine yeah
1: like my whole life singing and then i go to college and i was focused on acting and then i kind of like lost my confidence lost who i was like just kind of it was like a whirlwind and I didn't really sing anymore and then I was kinda like oh I should get back into it and that's when I found my mentor and he changed my life and I was in shock and then from that day on I was like I'm doing music I'm singing every day I'm writing every day I'm doing whatever it takes to do that and I it was I think what mostly was because it was already in me but like it was that belief that switch And that kind
0: of changed for you once you met your mentor. Yeah. So, I mean, having a mentor, I think in anything that you're doing, especially if you're trying to be the best at it or you're trying to improve and grow at it, I think having a mentor is important. You know, I yeah. actually had a mentor starting real estate as well. Yeah. So how important would you say it is to have a mentor if you are thinking of pursuing a career you know, like this?
1: I mean, I think it's important to have someone, you know, even if they're not necessarily in the like area that you're in right. someone that believes in you to like I mean I don't talk to my mentor every day and it, I never have but like the times that I do it's very meaningful I take it very to heart because I know he believes in me right and so and it took that one that first lesson with him to change the entire I don't know the entire course of my life
0: yeah
1: Um. Just and so, one
0: person believing in you yeah. can change.
1: And at the you know, time, direction. like, it's not that, like, my parents have been very supportive my whole life, luckily enough, so it's not like, oh, I didn't have that support, and I had great friends and everything, but it's different when, like, someone who's in the business, who's done it, who's probably heard a million singers, who's, you know, whether, maybe he was just saying that to, like, help me out the first lesson, but... It really shifted my whole mindset and because I was in a very low place and I don't think I don't know Where I'd be today if I hadn't have like gone to that lesson and Continued with him and then started to create this belief for myself like you can do this. Just do it. Just do it and Then I started to make YouTube videos and if you watch my first YouTube video, I'm literally like, "Okay, I'm gonna sing the song, oh, whether you like it or not, okay? Like, here we go. Like, <laughs> I'm so like, like it. I'm like, okay, here we go. Like,
0: <laughs> are you guys ready? Yeah, like,
1: I'm doing it, like, as if like I had to justify that Why? I'm gonna sing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna sing? and it's it's funny because now I, I mean, I'm at a different, you know, been so long and especially after The Voice when you realize like millions of people have watched me sing yeah. like I think they like I think they took down the my audition from The Voice because they do it every two years they take them down But the last time I checked it had eight million views. Wow. And I was like That's terrifying and after that after that I kind of got like through that the voice and seeing how many people had seen me I was like Oh my god I can do anything yeah like that like
0: what's performing in, yeah. five, in front of 500 people to a packed stadium yeah so, like
1: I still get nervous I still get excited but like now I'm just like
0: you have that confidence
1: yeah I'm, I feel fearless right. I don't feel like oh my gosh like what if I mess up one note or what yeah. if I like don't look cute in that angle or this and that? because I honestly was not I don't like I don't think Como La Flor was like my best performance You know like people will be like oh my god and I'll be like yeah like I don't think it was my especially now that I feel like I'm more developed it's been two years since I did that Um, and like I don't think I looked great I don't think I sounded that great and like I'm still grateful for the opportunity right and I can like look back at it and be like wow like look how much I've grown since then but at the time I was like oh my gosh I hate it Like, but here's another million views. (laughs) (laughs) So,
0: so so tell me a little bit about that experience, you know, being on The Voice, being on national TV, not only national, right? Worldwide. Yeah.
1: I mean, The Voice is the most watched show in the world, Wow. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um,
0: People love to see talent. Yeah.
1: And even if they don't watch the whole episode, like all the auditions are like all over YouTube and all over the net. And, um, it's crazy because when I was... 15, 16, 17, 18, I think I even auditioned when I was 20. Um, For The Voice? For The Voice, American Idol, America's uh, Got Talent, um, all those shows. I auditioned for all of them and never made it past anything.
0: So how does that work? Um, Talk to me a little bit about the structure for those people that are only watching on TV. Okay. How does it work for you to become even a contestant or, or... even have that opportunity. Yeah.
1: Um. So basically, okay. There's several ways, but like when I was younger, I stood in line. You know, I went to Denver. I went to Dallas. Like, I went to San Diego. Like, I went to different cities, and you stand in line for like, 15 hours.
0: So those those are real. Those are real. <laughs> those those are
1: real. Yeah. Like I
0: people like camping now.
1: Oh yeah, those are real. They're <laughs> horrible. Um. But it, like I remember my mom went with me for one and my had friends like i remember i went to out to a club and then saw that they were having american idol auditions
0: the next day like or where
1: yeah like i think i was like i must have been like 19, 18 or 19 cuz i was going out in san diego with like a friend and she was like there's like auditions i was like should we do it and we're like, yeah. Let's. You're at the club? <laughs> we're, well, we were like at this like 18 and over and any <laughs> oh, okay. type of thing.
0: So you weren't drinking. No, I wasn't okay. drinking. But like,
1: we were out and then we're like, let's just stay downtown and get in line and audition. She went
0: right after the club?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so from like one in the morning, I think I sang at like 3 p.m. In the same
0: In the same outfit.
1: Holy shit! (laughs) and I didn't make it through like (laughs) like basically so at those like massive ones that the cattle calls that's what I call them um you wait forever you and then there's like tents of producers okay and basically they line you up and there's usually like five ten people in your line and then you sing for 15 seconds and then they'll be like great you 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 stay the rest of you thank you and then if you like move on, then you move on to the next 10. Yeah. And you basically have to get through five rounds of producers.
0: Before you could get on TV?
1: Before you like or... yeah even get in front of the blind auditions or the coaches or American Idol or any of those. So how many
0: auditions are there before you got to that point on The Voice where you were up on the stage?
1: Okay, so that's one way, right? But the way I got on was they found me on YouTube. Which is Pretty hilarious, yeah, because wow. at that point I was like 23, and I only had like a few videos up, not good, like not good quality, <laughs> not like my singing was okay, yeah, and I got an email and they're like, hey, we're from The Voice, we'd love to have you, you know, on the show, and I was like, what? And then they, I had a phone call with them, and then. I sent in like a video like a private video like okay here's me singing with no microphone nothing just so that they know it's like not edited Mm -hmm. Um, and then they were like great you're going you're gonna we're gonna fly you out this day and we'll see you here but usually there's there's so many rounds of, of producers honestly like for the voice I got really lucky and I I just had to go through that one like send the video type of thing and then I was on the show but I was talking to people who did the cattle call, who went through five rounds of producers, or who went through at least three because there's like a pre-producer one. It, it was insane, there's like so many different ways. Mm. Um, but today I think they they do look a lot on YouTube and Instagram.
0: Really, so they're recruiting. Right? Yeah,
1: I mean, every show that I've done is because of YouTube or Instagram.
0: That's insane. Yeah. So building your brand, building your presence, obviously the voice helped a lot, right? With not only national, um, you know, exposure, exposure yeah. but I think back home too, right? Because yeah. you did say you did say that you were from El Paso, and yeah. that really blew up out here. You know, El Paso yeah. get when anytime you're out of town and you mention El Paso. yeah. You're like, ah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's crazy because they at first they were like, "Oh, Elia," because I was living in Queens at the time. And they're like, okay, Elias, present from Queens, and I was like, whoa, 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 I'm not from Queens. (laughs) Like, like I lived there for like a year and a half. Like, I'm not from Queens. Like, and I felt like I would stand out more. I mean, I was gonna say El Paso regardless because that's this is where I'm from, you know. And but I was like, everyone's from New York or like L. A. or Nashville. Yeah, everybody
0: goes there to the yeah. So
1: I was like, no, like I really, I like had not to fight for it but i really was made it clear like Mm. i'm not from queens i'm from el paso texas and so um yeah when i did that show i really i had no idea what i was doing So,
0: (laughs) so what was that show what did that show do for you what was life like before the show and what was like like after the show
1: okay so before i was really struggling in new york i was just trying to I was singing everywhere I was working, working everywhere working everywhere <laughs> a lot of stuff wasn't really happening um and then i got that call and so i decided to move out of my apartment and so i sold all my stuff i moved out and i went to la with this like, is when
0: you got that call yeah like i mean
1: basically when they're like okay you're gonna fly out this day you moved i was like all right well because they told us we weren't going to be there for that's a crazy. couple of months. Okay. And I was like, "Well, I don't have money to pay rent while I'm not living <laughs> yeah. here and I'm not going to be working." Oh, that's better. So, I was like, "I'll just move out. I'll figure it out after. Maybe I'll move to LA. Maybe I'll it. move back. Man, do I don't it. know." It like, I was like, I'll figure it out. So, I went to LA with two huge bags because I this was my life. And everything was in those I bags. I sold everything. I was like, "Take <laughs> it." Um, yeah and so I went and I got really lucky because one of my best friends was also going to the show from New York so we were going together which was like so much more calming (laughs) yeah and we got to LA and it was a dream like it literally felt I was like wow this life exists like this life that I've like dreamed of that I've like thought about that you see in the movies type of thing exists yeah because we get to this hotel in LA and then it was great because like we had rehearsals with the band then we had meetings and then we had you know we were like filming at universal studios and we had private cars and like all this craziness and yeah and i was meeting all these people and it was just a different world and we were so spoiled because then we'd have days off and we just hang out at the pool and like Mm play music with the other people, and just have a, it was an incredible experience. And the people, like, I thought, for some reason, I was like, oh, I hope people aren't catty, or, like, weird, or
0: really competitive, because I'm
1: not like that, like, I'm I'm not like a, you know, let me get you down so I can get ahead, type Mm. of thing. I'm more, like, competitive with myself than I am with others. Mm -hmm. And we all just became a really huge family. Everyone was so nice, everyone was like, yeah. Kumbaya, you know, <laughs> type of thing, and I did the show, and I really didn't realize the impact that Como La Flor was gonna have.
0: It's so I think for El Paso, just in general, it was it was like representing in a big way, yeah. you know, with the with
1: tradition. I mean, yeah, just singing Mexican in Spanish culture. and Selena, yeah, and I. Cause you know we had to write a list of songs to that we wanted to sing, and of course I was like, oh, I'm gonna sing Christina Aguilera or sing Mariah Carey or yeah. Whitney Houston, and they're like, okay, like we decided you are gonna do Como La Flor, and it was on my list, but I was like, oh, like, okay, all right, cool. Yeah. It makes me stand out because I'm singing Spanish. It's a Selena song. Everyone knows the song. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. like, okay, I'll make it work. I just, I was nervous because it was in spanish too because i was like oh but i don't want i don't know like i just didn't know but i was like
0: would you say english is more your strong suit singing
1: yes i can sing i mean i love singing spanish but i'm not i'm kind of like selena like i'm not i don't have like a thousand percent spanish like i'm not you know super i'm I'm a pocho (laughs) yeah yeah like
0: there's days where i'm like i sound like a puerto rican and there's days (laughs) where i'm like I can't even get across a single sentence. Yeah, so
1: I was kind of nervous because I just... I wasn't so used to it as much. Because right. I was living in New York and not here as much. But, uh, you know, once they, once we, it's decided, I was kind of like, let's do it. And then I did it um, at the Fountains in December. I'll be doing like a Christmas series. Nice, Every Yeah, every Friday at 12, I'll be performing Christmas songs with my band.
0: That's awesome. Yeah,
1: so it'll be That's super really fun cool. and just really focused on doing shows and being more creative and yeah. trying to expand it. So
0: what's next? What's next for Elias
1: Um, I really want 2019 to be like the like I'm gonna be releasing a lot of music, That's awesome. like every six or so weeks. So I wanted to really be focused on that and kind of because I think a lot of people. Know me as the girl from The Voice, and I've done American Idol, and I did mm. *La México*, and I also opened for Laura Pausini at the Greek Theater
0: wow. um,
1: a couple months ago, and that was an incredible experience. But I think a lot of people know me for like *Como la Flor* or like The Voice, which is great, and I'm so grateful because it's it's kind of nice to be known around town, yeah. um, especially being gone for so long. Right. Um, but I. I really kind of want to step away from just that
0: yeah and, and own... kind
1: of start to introduce who I am as an artist right because um, I don't think people really know yet and yeah. it's taken me some time to kind of figure out like where I want to go because I love all kinds of music but really kind of just start putting out there my music and yeah
0: your style your yeah
1: like that really focusing on that because um, I don't want to I mean I love I've probably sang Como la Flor like three thousand times yeah. by now. But and yes, I
0: was, And that's Selena's song. Yeah. Have yeah, I yeah, like just yeah. yeah,
1: like I'm not I, I mean I love Selena and, and that song has done me wonders but I really just wanna show who I am as an artist. Right.
0: That's awesome. What advice would you have for somebody that, you know, is has a, a singing, you know I was gonna say singing voice, that makes <laughs> sense. You know, is a singer has a voice but just lacks that confidence you know back when we were talking about oh, yeah. back when we we're talking a, a little bit about your your story you know and and that you know year or two that you went through yeah. where you lacked confidence where you yeah. of in a rut you know somebody that wants to put their voice out there wants to put their name out there and they're passionate about music but doesn't have that confidence to to put themselves out there
1: yeah I would say um start Work with what you have, you know. Really, like, because it's like there's so many things I want to say about it. But really, work with what you have. You know, if you're not like feeling super confident or knowing who you are, yeah, just start with your favorite song Mm -hmm. and make a video or book a show. Just do it. Just forget like all you know the questions for it and just figure out the answers. Yeah. You know, and really just. Like the biggest thing I think is just putting yourself out there and then Figuring it out, you know, because the first things that you put out there as any artist isn't going to be that great You know so and you but you have to learn from that Mm. So I would say to you know an aspiring artist to just practice Put some content out there get yourself out there if you need lessons get lessons if you need you know coaching get coaching or um, if you want to be on stage, go watch people on stage. You yeah. know, like really do your research, really learn, and don't be afraid. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Someone's yeah. gonna say something mean. Like that's gonna happen anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like hate is gonna hate, potato is gonna potato. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> i never heard that.
1: <laughs> I mean, like people, you know, it, it's and it is a really terrifying thing, you know, to be judged. Right. But I think if you never do it, then when. That's true. Like what and then um, another thing is like don't wait don't wait. Just do it. Just yeah. put a fifteen clip second of you singing on Instagram and start from there. Yeah. And slowly but surely you have to really I think it's a lot of also like sitting down with yourself. I I journal a lot. That's I awesome. write every single day random thoughts, you know, it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to mean anything, it's just, but really figuring out like, who am I? Mm -hmm. Who are you? You know, what do you want to say? What story do you want to tell? You know, why do you love to sing or make music or perform? Like what, what is that? You know, and really kind of figure, figure that out. So I'd say a lot of self-reflection and then just kind of saying, F it, let's do it.
0: (laughs) Because even for you, I mean, as experienced and as many performances as you've been booked for, you're still figuring out the direction that you're. Oh yeah.
1: Going I mean, though. I think, especially as an artist, like it's a constant involvement. It's, I don't, every day I change my mind, <laughs> kind of like, you know, I'm working on a song right now that I'm, I'm gonna put out probably the first song I'll put out, and I'll listen to it one day and be like, yeah, this is it. This is gonna be so cool. Like I love it. It's <laughs> me. Like my style yeah. and then like the, the, i'll listen it to the next day and be like this is horrible what am i doing like people are gonna think i'm so weird whatever like i hate myself like you know and then the next day i'll be like no this is pretty good like i don't you know it's, it's just. Bad. and i, I it, it, that's just like the human experience and i don't i don't really judge it i just kind of let it happen yeah. i don't try to but it
0: sounds too like your your own crit, your own you know critique. biggest crit yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, and i think that's the best position to be in because you don't want to be in a position where you're taking everyone's opinions literal and, you know, that's the advice that you're taking. Yeah. I think really perfecting your own craft and, like you said, figuring out what you want to do, how you want to do it, who you want to be, the message you want to give, how you want to represent yourself yeah. is all part of, you know, that.
1: So. Yeah. Like, what do you, why are you doing this? You right. know, like, because you love it? What? Why else? You yeah. know, but I think... As long as um I'm enjoying the process You know, I used to like be like oh I gotta like be super pop and make the perfect pop song or I gotta like do this or do that or sound a certain way and then I just kinda stopped and so was like I'm just gonna sing and write what I feel. And there's many there's I'm not just one thing, so there's many parts of me and slowly but surely I think with my songs people start to see that, you know, yeah. they see me, they've heard me sing Como La Flor and like, you know, that fun upbeat and dancing around and I love that, but I'm all, I also have a very emotional side and mm-hmm. a lot of stories to tell and a lot of sides to me. So I just, I really, I, I've kind of stopped worrying about, you know, what am I? And I'm just going to be you're just gonna be i'm just gonna be that's awesome that's why just
0: be watch. part of the moment
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> i we're doing video <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know we're just
1: <laughs> i'm like not even looking at
0: camera. yeah after a while everybody starts to forget that there's a camera yeah. over here. but that's awesome ellie i i'm really excited to see you know where you're going and you know what the future has for you because as it is you know just that one appearance on the voice has has kind of set you up to really be in a position to Reach a lot of people yeah. and and do that. Grow your own brand and really take this city to, you know, that next level. Because there is a lot of talent here, like you said. You know, there really the music is. scene I think is really starting to come up.
1: Yeah, here in it the is. City. It is. I mean, like, um, there's so many. Like, there's already Khalid, Vandergram. You know, the Swell Kids open for Khalid, and yeah. they're do and that thought that was so cool. And yeah. then also, you know, there's different bands and groups that open up for slightly bigger artists that come on tour here and you know they have the chance to do that and so it, I think there's a lot of opportunity here for yeah. all businesses, for artists, for entrepreneurs and all that so it's just kind of like you have to create that opportunity for yourself
0: yeah we're living in a digital age where you can do that you know? yeah. nobody really has an excuse because YouTube is free creating that account is free, yeah, yeah. they don't charge you for those uploads and
1: I started with my phone Right, like I just start with my crappy like iPhone two or something, you yeah. know,
0: like. I'm actually rocking at a five. Oh and, uh, wow. my, my ex broke, my uh, <laughs> my ex broke, so I use this as my burner. Oh my you know? gosh! And I've been using it for the last month. I haven't gotten my new one because I kind of miss this side. Yeah, of yeah. I'm driving and it's so easy. Yeah, to
1: navigate. <laughs> so I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, like you just gotta start with what you have, and then right. eventually you'll grow because. You'll commit to something, and then you'll be like... Don't
0: overcomplicate
1: do it. it yeah, know? like, once you realize, like, hey, I, I really need this next level of equipment, or this this something that... I need to invest into this, investing into yourself, and eventually you'll have, you know, all the tools that you need to... Right.
0: And like you said, I mean, you got discovered. The voice reached out to you, and... Yeah. Off of a, a crappy YouTube video, Yeah, quality yeah. quality was really bad.
1: Yeah, you but know. I will say... Because I don't want it to ever, like, seem like, oh, I was just, like, hanging out, and, right. you know, they, I was discovered. It took me, it's taken me ten years. Yeah.
0: Definitely. At least.
1: You know, like, of,
0: Getting to of point. trying,
1: failing, trying mm. again, failing, putting crap out there, putting good stuff out there, putting better content, putting better ideas. Mm. You know, it's taken time, but, like, it's just, you have to start. Yeah. And then you'll get there. You know, and there's no shortcut. There really isn't, cause like, even though I'd done the voice, and it was an incredible experience, I had no idea who I was, as an artist at the time. And because I went through that and was like, ah, I see. Then I moved back here, performed like crazy for a whole year. Then, then I did La Voz Mexico. And when I did that show, I was like, I got this. Like, I know what songs I want to sing. I know what I want to wear. I know like what I want to say, I know who I want, you know what I mean, it it was just like I painted the
0: picture, yeah,
1: when I did the voice I like blacked out when I performed because I was so nervous and when I did La Voz I was like yo here's camera one, camera two, let's go, you know
0: (laughs) Make sure you guys are on cue. Yeah, like I was so
1: much more myself and, and that's why I think when I did the Raiders a couple weeks ago I was really excited like i was jumping off the walls
0: more than nervous More than i wasn't
1: nervous right because well a i practiced like crazy but i felt that god had prepared me through all my other experiences for that moment or when i performed at the greek theater i was like i'm so excited yeah. i get to be excited now <laughs> that's awesome i mean i still get nervous but you know it's just it's just it's taken i really do think that they, they say that it takes ten thousand hours yeah to really perfect a, your craft, to be a and then some. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Because mm-hmm. you know, it's unfortunate that I sometimes see artists who are like, "Oh yeah, I just like did it, whatever," and it
0: just it's whatever. I was messing around. And yeah,
1: like, and I'm like, you know, that's cool, but like
0: that's rare too. And I I think yeah, I I think a lot of people shouldn't. Think it's going to be that easy? Yeah. Or go or like, in with that expectation. I've like, never
1: trained or I've never taken a voice lesson yeah. and things like that. And I'm like, well, you should, because
0: <laughs> even Denzel Washington, one of my favorite actors, oh, is yeah. still taking acting lessons.
1: I still take voice lessons. Right. I still have like you know three different coaches. Right. And I still put practice. In the work. Yeah. You
0: gotta put in the work. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Elia, yeah, again, I'm really excited for, you know, this episode to drop and people to hear your Thank story. Thank you. I
1: could talk forever. I'm yeah, so sorry. Yeah, no, we like,
0: could go forever. So many stories. Sauce is over here with the timer. I
1: know he's like, okay, it's I'm over. Like, well, man, it's coming it's stop
0: coming. talking. <laughs> um, you know, being that you and I share a love for El Paso and we kind of moved back at the same time yeah, we are able crazy. to experience cuz I am I literally hit 2 years in August that I just been back. So. Me
1: too. Really? Holy so we got around. I we got, got back like August 11th.
0: I got here August 1st.
1: That's crazy. Yeah.
0: I got here August 1st and by the like 18th, I decided <laughs> to stay. Oh, wow. So I had my cousin send me all my stuff from oh my gosh. Yeah, same thing as you, kind of. Well, you well, you moved. On like myself. I took all my, I had all
1: my stuff, yeah. but I was like, hey. I showed
0: up to El Paso with like five luggages yeah. and I sold as much as I could too yeah, yeah. before I got out here. Cause I was going to be here for a month and I was like, it's cool when I get back, I'm gonna be a realtor, making all this money. I'll get new stuff. Whoa! <laughs> I, in, I ended up staying here. I had the wrong expectation. of yeah, yeah. all, Because real estate's tough. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I I love El Paso, and I just love how much how many things there are to do. Now, you know. So yeah. I always kind of like to end on this question: um, What are some of your pl- favorite places? One to eat.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: One to hang out, and another to go out when you do.
1: Like when I go out. 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 Okay. Oh man, food
0: is hard. This I is, love this, food. This first question always gets everybody.
1: Okay, for sure, major go-to, um, healthy bite, right here downtown. I don't that. Really? Oh my gosh. I mean, they they close that I think at like four. They have because I'm such I'm a health nut, so I love. They have these amazing salads, sandwiches. It's like totally mom and pop type of shop. You That's know, awesome. like I know the owner and her mom works there, and her, I think like her sisters work there, and it's so good.
0: Send them over. Send I've them never, yeah,
1: I've never had a bad experience there. Like, they're such nice people. Um, I love them. And then Sushi Freak.
0: I haven't been to either of these places.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Sushi Freak is like, by, off Artcraft. Okay. It's like in that new shopping center. by. By the outlets. Yeah. Okay. So I've only been there twice, but it's so good, and I love sushi and pokey. It's affordable. Pokey's
0: is amazing. They make
1: it right there in front of you, That's and it's cool. so good. So those are. I mean, I love food, so I could just yeah. name so many. <laughs> I from.
0: I also do too. My girlfriend's a chef.
1: Oh my so gosh! Like, oh. We're always eating. Food. Yeah. So I, I definitely love those two places. Um, hang out. Let me think. I'm. I literally live at the studio, so.
0: So that could be your favorite. Like, thing. I literally am like... There's no wrong answer here. I go to the
1: gym, Sun City Athletic with Lizzie and Shane.
0: Right.
1: I go home, then I go to the studio. Um, that's your day. That's basically my day. Yeah. Like, today Today I, I worked out. I got a facial at Southwest Plastic Surgery. Boop, boop. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and then I was at the studio from 11 to 7. Wow. Recording and working and doing stuff. So that's a
0: cool hangout Yeah. I actually, when I used to do music as well, that was my favorite place too. That yeah. was so therapeutic, I think, you know, for a lot of people. Um, what about going out? What's your favorite, you know, place that go out and have some fun? Yeah. So many mm-hmm. places here too.
1: I haven't, like I, I think there's a time where I was going out a lot and I haven't been going out as much. I always enjoy, I think, Later Later.
0: Later Later has such a cool vibe.
1: I, I totally dig that, vibe. Like, especially on a Saturday night, because I think they like, you can go outside and just chill and sit on the swing. Can you, you, you can talk.
0: You can have hang. Yeah, you can have a
1: conversation, or you can be inside, where it's a little more crazy, and like, dance. Yeah. And that's the number one thing I miss about New York, is like, we used to go out and dance till six in the morning, with no drinks. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm not a big drinker, mm. and me and my friend used to just, we would go to pianos, and like, We'd go all these spots where like, I mean, you could drink or like... But you didn't need to. Sometimes we had like one, you know, to support the business, but we would dance the whole night. And I miss that. I miss like dance floors.
0: There's, it's really hard to find dance floors here. I think because one, all these clubs are overpopulated. Yeah, (laughs) well, I
1: don't go to like clubs. Uh I like bars and lounges and stuff like that, but I... I dig later, later, because I'll make my own dance floor, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I like going there. Yeah, that's a fun... Malalam's cool, too.
0: Malalam's fun. Mal- I
1: like yep. going there. Um, and, yeah, I have it. I sing at church bar on Wednesday nights.
0: I saw that. Yeah. What do you sing? You're singing jazz, aren't you? I sing,
1: like, jazz, contemporary, chilled-out cool. music. Um... It's like a wine Wednesday type of oh, thing. Oh, nice. So, so Wh- that's-
0: it's whiskey Wednesday. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> if you want to
0: have some wine, you can sell Yeah, whiskey, uh, I,
1: wine, whatever yeah. suits you. Um, but yeah, I sing there, so I, I hang out there, I guess. That's cool. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: That's cool. So, for our viewers, where can they find you on social?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, you can follow me, Elia Sparza Music, on Instagram and on YouTube. And then, I mean if you type in my name, I should come up. And on Facebook, it's official Elia Esparza. Official. Official Elia Esparza. My Twitter, uh, all of them are different. Miss my Twitter and Snapchat are Miss Elliot Maria. I'm not like super active on them, but I okay. I do posts sometimes.
0: You're most active on
1: IG? Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Okay. I would say those are my main. So Ellie cool. and music.
0: Any upcoming events that we could catch you at?
1: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, usually on Wednesdays, excited. I'm <laughs> like choking. <laughs> yeah, um, on Wednesdays, most Wednesdays I'll be at Church Bar from eight to ten p.m and then i might be singing at the lighting of the tree on november 18th
0: Well, it's cool it's
1: not confirmed i probably shouldn't say it but you know most likely <laughs> most likely Better do uh, it, no? lighting of the tree downtown
0: cool. and
1: then december 7th 14th and 23rd i believe i'll be at the fountains okay yeah so i have a couple the 21st 7th 14th and 21st of december i'll be at the fountains around noon playing christmas music that's awesome (laughs) it's
0: already that time i
1: I know like wow
0: (laughs) elia again thank you so much for being on the episode and thanks for having me again i'm really looking forward to you know people hearing your story and you know hopefully catching some events and hearing the local talent that we have here in El Paso. Make sure you guys are tuning in every single Wednesday where we're dropping a new episode of Whiskey Wednesday podcast and having entrepreneurs movers and shakers like Elia here sharing their stories. We'll see you guys next week.
1: Bye!